Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. This entertainer became the first African-American performer to host a variety TV show series in 1956. Uh, Sam Davis? Good guess, but no, not King Cole. Oh, that's a good one. Unforgettable. Right, beautiful. (laughs) Right, yeah, sure. In every way. Welcome, y'all. Hello. I'm back. So we are back. Just us today, which I love when we do that. Now we have so much trash to delve into <laughs> because we weren't able to talk for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get started with your business. Yep. So I read this um, this story by NPR. It's a new report where they analyzed the, the heat index of dozens of major U.S. cities and found that uh, low-income neighborhoods are more likely to be hotter than wealthier neighborhoods, like as climate change continues to to cook us as we right. live and breathe. Literally, um, an an egg on the sidewalk. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it, it's really you know not surprising, but also it sucks. Um, they spent a lot of time in Baltimore, where they found that um, these. Uh, heat issues are leading to all kinds of health problems and um, among citizens. Like last summer, the heat reached 103 degrees, and then EMS calls for things like um, pulmonary disorder increased like 70%, calls for respiratory distress um, increased 20%, heart attack and um, heart attack arrests rose more than 80%. Um, so, yeah, it's just. Uh, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and intentional. And intentional. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I, when I saw the story, I immediately thought about our episode with Justin Moore, mm-hmm. who's an urban designer, um, uh, from last season, the episode called Black Space and the Racist Rabbit Holes. Um, and he talked about how a lot of, um, sequestering, you know, uh, poor people and people of color in, um, you know, these concrete, um, you know, uh, com- apartment complexes with no foliage and no right. like uh, resources. This is very intentional, and of course, in these dense areas where there's you know not where people are just basically packed on top of each other, um, the heat is going to be uh, more intense. And so, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just felt kind of helpless reading this, and just wonder like what. What can we do about this? Yeah, and I think, you know, like Justin talked to us about, it really is a zoning issue, right? And it's really this idea that, like, 
the areas of cities where no one would want to put wealthy whites is where they put black people, especially mm-hmm. like when you just talk about that, that's all the projects are, right? Mm-hmm. Like these huge buildings where there's like zero ventilation in between. It's just like towers of concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's happening on purpose, but that is unfortunate. But I feel like it's interesting timing that this came up, and I'm sure it's related because – uh, CNN had a climate town hall this week, mm-hmm. which was like seven hours long, mm. which is wild. <laughs> and like wild. literally every Joe Schmo that's running for the Democratic presidency was there. Um, and I feel like Elizabeth Warren kind of had an interesting conversation there for me what i was interested in like i had been reading about rankings Mm -hmm. this week just to see like where everyone was sitting and she was she's first currently Mm. um but then they did like the article that i read that we'll link to did talk more about her climate plan Mm -hmm. and how she had adopted um jay ansley right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean i I think it's smart of her to adopt Jay Inslee's plan. That was his basically his whole platform, um, and it's uh, while he was running for president. And uh, he was the governor of Washington and has pushed a lot of uh, environmentally conscious laws there. And his plan was uh, has always been ranked by like climate experts. It's like the best plan. Mm. So it seemed like a very smart move. And she's been very um, – she's just been very on it with like policies. Yeah. You know? Like – I'm gonna I'm gonna adopt and put out the smartest. Uh, you stand for her. <laughs> you stand for her. I'm not standing. I'm just saying she's she's very um she has her stuff together. She do- I mean yeah. I'll have to give that she does, especially when you compare her to the rest of these jokers. I feel like she's like making a lot of sense. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't realize that it was at the CNN climate town hall that uh, that Joe Biden started disintegrating before our eyes like a damn paper doll. <laughs> I texted you then. I was like, what is going on? He's with him? not gonna make it. Like one. So first, he couldn't even explain the details of. Some aspect of climate change he was trying to explain to viewers. And then, like, I guess right after Then his eyes started started bleeding bleeding on camera. Because he's 800 (laughs) years old. I don't want him to be president, but I also don't want him to literally die in front of us on stage. Somebody, like, come get their His wife! His wife needs to come and just be like, honey... You've done a lot. Let's wrap it Let's up. Wrap it up. Yeah. Like, you've done a lot. You were the VP for the first black president of the United States. Yeah. Your Uncle Joe, everybody loves you. Like, you don't have to do this. Yeah. But then another thing that happened, I'm not sure if it happened before or after his eyeballs popped out like one of those dolls that you squeeze. <laughs> um, a voter got up and asked him about a fundraiser that he is going to be a part of mm-hmm. um, that apparently is promote, like is hosted by Goldman, which who is a guy that um, is really in, in the fossil fuel and natural gas industry. And mm-hmm. so Biden had talked a lot in this, in this uh, town hall about how anti fossil fuel extraction and fracking he is but then you're about to do a huge multi-million dollar fundraiser with someone 
in that industry. And of course, he backpedaled a billion times, as he always does. And it's like, oh, well, I didn't think he was a fossil fuel executive. Like, we, we, of course, you you don't know anything that's going on. (laughs) And it's like, you don't know anything until someone asks you about it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, racism's bad. Abortion is bad. Like, get out of here. Like, he just, to me, he doesn't have any opinion for real. Yeah, but he has the most name recognition, which is why black folks are still standing for him. Stop it, y'all. Stop it, y'all. I mean, I don't know who is better, but because then Bernie was there, who's another just old Mm -hmm. (laughs) clown. I don't know what's happening. But they asked him a question about climate change, and he brought up like abortion and population control. And I just feel like everybody is, no one is staying in their lane. No one is like (laughs) talking about the actual topic on hand. Everyone's going all over the place. Your girl Kamala says that she sued Exxon and then I was reading in Politico and they fact-checked it and apparently she never sued them. She just like opened an investigation. So who knows if that was semantics or she was just like trying to hype herself up. But I don't know. I just feel like so much came out of this town hall, but I'm not sure how much of it was actually about climate change. Again... That's why Liz Warren was like, I'm getting behind. The, yeah, the we're guy talking who about knows. this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jay Inslee. He knows what he's talking about. Listen, I'm not the climate expert. I am just saying this is my plan now. Right. And Jay was like, I'm glad she's taking it. Right. Because somebody needs to be serious. She's about smart. And she's talking about what they're asking. Yeah. I feel like every, no one else is talking, is answering the questions that are being asked. Yeah. Um. So I want to delve more into it because climate change is a huge issue. Um. But, yeah, it just, I mean, like, even from just reading the, like, little excerpts, I was like, oh, Lord. Yeah, I mean, and then just quickly going back to, to what we said earlier about climate change, you know, um, the brunt of climate change uh, being felt by people of color. Um, I mean, look at the um, at Hurricane Dorian, which was, like, a Category 5 yeah. hurricane. Like, they just keep getting bigger and bigger, and then strikes the bahamas right and puerto rico and you know like all which these... like are natural disasters racist or natural is it just is it just racist, that but... the cities that black people that people of color live in aren't because <laughs> it's like can new orleans get a damn break it, but it it's not the natural disaster <laughs> it's the, the 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 factors that contribute to that right like the for example, the Trump administration is rolling back all these climate p- policies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and co- companies, you know, just continue to um, to uh, have unsustainable business practices and release greenhouse gases in the air, which then make storms more intense, right? But they're they're good, like they're millionaires. They're not living on like some island, right? You know, they don't have to worry about federal aid coming to uh, save them. Or, right. And it uh, makes the storms more intense on this end. And then the cities aren't equipped to handle it. And then it turns into this, like, yeah. destruction yeah. where, like, and, and pe- then, a, a lot of people are dying. Exactly. And then um, when there's a, a need or call for federal aid, you know, you have, again, someone like Trump who, you know, sees them and thinks they're not us right you know they're not like us so yeah um yeah <laughs> destroyed we're, we're being destroyed um so and i had moving on because we must mm-hmm. um i had some fashion news this week so it is new york fashion week which like i'm always interested year after year how less involved in fashion week i am like mentally like when i first moved here i 
Are you becoming less of a fashion girl? Yeah, I told you. I think I'm not going to work in fashion. I'm like looking into what my next, my second act of my career looks like. Because I think for me, um, fashion has turned into one of the many things that the more you know, the more you know. Mm -hmm. And I just don't enjoy helping corporations that don't value what I value make money. Mm -hmm. So if I can find a thing or do my own thing, then I'll stick around. But, um, you know, I just know too much. So, but... In in that news, it's funny that, like, the fashion news I do pay attention to is now business fashion news. Mm-hmm. And, like, not necessarily, like, I don't know what runway shows have happened or not. Mm-hmm. But I do know that, like... Is it because of your business? No, I always cared. <laughs> I mean, I've been on the business side of fashion the, my whole time, you know, in the industry. Um, but I do think it's really interesting to me now, maybe because of your business, to see the connection between all the culture things that I care about and then you know, the business aspect. So this week I was reading about Forever 21 filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, Mm -hmm. which is so interesting because Forever 21, number one, has been around since 1986. Did you know that? I had no idea. I don't know, like, where it was. I discovered Forever 21 in, like, high school. (laughs) Right. Like, I didn't remember. I mean, I guess I wouldn't have. I was born that year, but I feel like I didn't think it was that old, but it must have been very different or like targeted towards different people. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, but chapter 11 is also just a way to like get rid of your debt and keep your company. Mm-hmm. So I doubt, I don't think that Forever 21 is going away. I think they might like call it forever something else so that they can just like open it up. Um, but I also wonder if they have so much debt because they have so many legal fees from all the designers that they steal from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not not sad to see them go because they also have awful uh work labor force practices yeah. so i hope that this is like a day of reckoning but i kind of don't think so um and then last week it was an it was announced that lord and taylor who is owned by hbc um is sold has been sold to a company called latote for 75 million dollars and the that seems like not a lot no, it's not, especially for how long Lauren and Taylor's been yeah. around. But HBC has been doing that. They buy up these companies. So mm-hmm. H- I used to work for Gilt, like when I first moved to New York. HBC has bought Gilt and then quickly sold it to like Rue La La. Like that's just what they're doing. The interesting thing about Latote is that it is a rental clothing company, similar hmm. to Rent the Runway. So it just makes you see where we are moving, right? When places like Forever 21 are having a tough go of it and they're like churning out trending stuff for super cheap, which used to work. Mm -hmm. And now the people that are really making the money are the Rent the Runways and the Latotes and the resale people. Yeah, Yeah, because don't you use one of those apps where you like... Poshmark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that are doing. And so it's like fashion is really shifting. And Mm -hmm. I feel like companies that don't want to get on board and companies that still would just want to like churn out poorly produced product every season are not going to win, you know? And so I thought that was just like interesting to look at the industry as a whole and see that like we're renting our clothes and just like not outside of fashion, but period, right? Like Uber. Airbnb. We're renting everything. We're, renting everything. we're yeah. not going to own anything. And, like, I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> and, like, this, like, share economy is would make you think that we are living in, like, a sharing 
collaborative world, but we're not. Mm-hmm. We're actually very opposite, but it's like we're willing to share clothes, but literally like nothing else. Yeah. Like clothes and cars and houses. Yeah. I wear the clothes, but you can't cross the Right. Point. And like live here <laughs> safe, right? It's just like our share economy is like real messed up. So that's where my brain went oh, when I right. when I read this news, which is like a hundred degrees of separation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was like my fashion week news for the Ooh. week. Well, I came across another piece of uh quick fashion news, which is that the CFDA um, which is the Council of Fashion Designers of America. Yeah. Hey, I didn't even have to look at that. Vogue. Uh, <laughs> um, they added uh, Kirby Jean Raymond, who yes. uh, is the creator of Pierre Moss, mm-hmm. Virgil Abloh, your fave. Uh, um, I didn't know that about, I didn't know old Virgie was in there. Yeah, and Carly Kushner. Old Verver. They added to uh, the CFDA's board, um, which... Oh. Yeah, so it's being held as like this, an example of what like real diversity and inclusion should look like instead of just paying lip service and like 100%. You know, doing a um, a collaboration with Hennessy or something. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but but I, it was interesting to me because I remember when I interviewed Kirby last year, and I actually light flex. Well, <laughs> sure, <laughs> but I actually. Um, I remember asking you about some things I should ask him, and you you were like kind of skeptical about the CFDA awards, or he had for just sure, won it. yeah, and um and so I, I was curious about your thoughts on what is this like another is this like real change, right? And that's what you know. I am skeptical to the death of me, but I feel like the reason I was skeptical about it is because it seemed like they were clout chasing when Mm. they were giving the fashion funds to somebody so cool as Kirby, but didn't have anyone like that wasn't a white or maybe one Asian person on the panel. And so I do feel like I want to feel optimistic that this is a step in the right direction. I think the hard thing for me is that the Kirby's and the Virgil's, I don't know much about Carly, but are already like, big names and so i would hope that they would then pull up emerging black Mm -hmm. talent right like Mm -hmm. i feel like it's like you have to get to a certain point for them to recognize but i do kirby seems so genuine to me Mm -hmm. and so i don't i don't know who i don't think virgil's gonna bring no blacks in (laughs) but i think i think kirby is like he's like a brooklyn boy so i really would be surprised if he doesn't make this authentic even if that wasn't vogue's intention yeah so I'm hopeful about that. Yeah, I, me too. I mean, he he is definitely vocal and speaks his mind. So the fact that they added him to the board, you know, maybe that is a step towards some real change. A hundred percent. Yeah, because he's like, you know, he had like police brutality fashion. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine like if they wanted a mouthpiece, they would have just been Virgil. Right. <laughs> I love Because he's not going to say nothing. Nope. <laughs> he's going to bring all his whites with them. Yep. Um, okay, and then we had some news about our faves. Or is yours about a fave? Nope. I don't know. Mine's about a fave. <laughs> is he a fave? Uh, not mine. We, we don't know right now. Yes. Um, We're on the fence. Right. So mine was that Tracy Ellis Ross launched her natural hair care collection this week called Pattern Beauty. And I also saw that she did a very dope event where she like invited a bunch of influencers to come take a shower with her. 
so that they could what? like see her hair care. She had a bathing suit on, oh, but okay. so that they could see like her hair care routine and how the products respond. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm excited for her. My only, you know, I can my superpower. My only thing is the natural hair care industry is already mm. very saturated and very spread out as far as getting quality product. Yeah. And so I don't know the ingredients of her product. I would hope that it's natural. But then I also just think about the people like the Camille Roses and the Uncle Jesse's. Is it Uncle Jesse's? Uh, Miss Jesse's. Miss Jesse's. There's an uncle somebody, though. Is there? Yeah. Um, Let me think about Richelieu Dennis. Yeah, he's he's uncle. (laughs) He's somebody's uncle. Um, And I just wonder, I just like, feel like it's unfortunate that like she already has such a big name. So the product's going to do well. And there's just like, you know, we have friends that make hair care products Mm -hmm. that are so dope Mm -hmm. that like. We patronize Right, right. Mm -hmm. And so I just would love to see like. Her do something big like this and then have a marketplace where she brings other people in, that right? Like, cool. um, so that was my only thing is that I feel like it's already an industry that is no longer for us by us. So yeah. I am excited that this is a black owned one or at least black managed. Like, I, I want to, I, I will have to do some more because this is the, the first thought that I had when I saw this news was who is, who is she making this for? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it is she the sole owner of Pattern Beauty, right. or is it is like she the a, face yet, of Pattern Beauty? Right, yeah. another yet another multinational company. Like we saw uh, Unilever bought Shea Moisture mm-hmm. uh, last year, and then uh, Procter and Gamble bought uh, Bevel, which mm-hmm. has Form Beauty mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, last year as well. And so I I wondered if like yeah, is like this who's making the yeah, real who's money? really behind the scenes here. Yeah. Um, so I I want to do some more digging. We'll see. I do too, and it's funny. I'm not gonna use it. I like her, but I am not a products girl at all. And like, my hair has been living its best life off of apple cider vinegar and Benetton clay. So you keep like, telling me to use apple cider vinegar, and I just there's like this um just this like fear that I have of putting apple cider vinegar in my hair. Why? I don't know. Do like, you see I, my hair? <laughs> I'm just telling you, it works. You are on one today. It works. Re- uh, listeners, I almost said readers, <laughs> journalists. Uh, listeners, her hair is popping. Today. I'm just saying. I go through a bottle of apple cider vinegar a week because I'm like oh drinking it. I use it as toner on my face. You can use it for um, a deodorant replacement. No. You can put it in your bath. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Miracle. Uh, it is. Formula. It's like the tonic. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to use it, but, you know, I'm happy that we're we out here doing things soon. for us. Yeah. Just another quick uh, mention of a fave, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Jay Z. No. Get out of here. Is he not a fave anymore? He was never. Don't get me started on Jay Z. <laughs> he has never been a fave of mine. He, he, he can be a fave of yours. Okay. Yeah, I can. I will say he he he's a fave. Um, in the rap game, Jay Z has gentrified Brooklyn, and as a <laughs> single handedly, no, but he played a big part he, in he it. He maybe has played a role yes. with the yes. um, with Barclays. The Nets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we can acknowledge that. <laughs> okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, 
So we talked about um, a couple episodes ago how Jay-Z signed this partnership with the NFL Mm -hmm. after saying um, in uh, that song, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was, uh, that, you know. They don't. Oh, ape shit. Yeah. Yeah. NFL, uh, you need me, I don't need you. Right. right? So he signed this partnership to produce all their entertainment events and to do some work with nonprofits, um, uh, I guess that the NFL would fund, you know, nonprofits of Rock Nation's choosing. Um, but footage surfaced recently of Jay Z at an event in January with several uh, owners of NFL teams. They were talking about um, gun violence and um, issues that plague the black community. And apparently, he said that. Single parent homes contribute to black men getting killed by cops. He's, uh, I gotta find <laughs> <laughs> this man. He, he to, also said, We're done kneeling. It's time for action. He did say that. So, this is, I gotta get the actual quote. Or I get through it quick. He said, um, You think about the idea of growing up in a single parent house, which I grew up in, and having an adverse feeling toward authority, right? Your father's gone, so you're like, I hate my dad. Don't nobody tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm the man of the house. First of all, he sounds so out of touch. And like, what is Beyonce's people to be like, shut, shut the fuck up. You know what we did? You know what we did for Beyonce? Right. You know how many job interviews she did before we got And to then her? you hit the street and you run into a police officer and you're like, fuck you. And that interaction causes people to lose lives. Oh, that's why? That's why. That's why we're getting shot up because we say fuck that's you to why. the cops? I cannot. Not because well, they're just literally playing target practice this, with our boys? My eyes popped open so wide. I was He's like been Joe, rich for... I was I, like Joe Biden I to- um, at the climate <laughs> hall. Don't, that's <laughs> your eyes bleeding. <laughs> my eyes were pouring <laughs> I told you, though, that he, I feel this way about him, Jada and Will, Oprah. They've been rich for too long. They yeah. think that's the black experience. Yeah. I was actually going to uh, add under our whole umbrella of faves doing cool things. Jaden Smith's um, water company just reached like a hundred million dollar valuation. And then I looked to see that it had a white CEO and I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, does it? Yeah. So (laughs) it's not his company. He, I think he, Founded the company with help from Will and Jada, uh-huh. but like the CEO was just like, Wait. "Why though? Why would they have to see? Yeah, see." <laughs> and I and I heard why they my, have to do I that. I heard you in my head saying, "Don't put, don't you put that on us." Don't right, like. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We just cannot wait to give white people anything, yeah. any touch of what we. But have. then, but then that, there's another thing, and I, all these things are connecting because I didn't even put two and two together. You know, I, it's been a busy week, so I, when I see stuff on social media, I just kind of, I'm like, oh, that's cool, keep scrolling. And I saw like people like Ava DuVernay like posting pictures of her locks and like, um, uh, I forgot what the hashtag was, but it was a lot of people on Twitter. Um, celebrating their their locks. Mm-hmm. It turns out it was in response to um, this charity that um, had posted pictures of cutting locks off black teenagers' heads to quote unquote <laughs> give them a better life. And guess what? Well, whose this charity, charity was it? It's backed by this Rock Nation of NFL. So is Jay Z still a fave? <laughs> JJ McCorvey. <laughs> Don't put this man on our damn black excellence list ever again. He is showing you this is not a black. He he doesn't think that he's a black man anymore. 
He's reached Bill Cosby level, and yes, I will make that comparison because Bill Cosby has said a lot of shit about pulling your pants yeah. up so cops don't shoot she you. Has. You get to they get to a point where they think that they are so that they've reached a status that yeah. they are above blackness, yeah. and now they can like try to appease themselves by saying, "Oh, well, the reason they got shot is because they're," and which is crazy because Jay Z made that whole documentary about yep. uh, what was his name, Karif. Khalif Browder. Right. Mm-hmm. And so how are you going to do that? This is gross. And to me, this is more dangerous than what white people do. Mm. Because the because fact the inside. fact that you're right and you're backing it and you're saying that I come from the same community as you. And then you're giving the same bootstrapping bullshit to our boys. Speak on it. I hate this. Yeah. I hate this. Yep. You have me so hot over here. Now <laughs> my see. eyeballs are bleeding like Joe Biden. <laughs> Stop putting him on these damn lists. I'm not going to do it. What you know, him and Kanye, they've made it. Gross. (laughs) Because you know, you know, I have. uh, Okay. (laughs) Done. I want to be done because you're not going to let me talk about what I actually want to talk about. What do you mean? About Jay-Z and and R. Kelly. Yeah. So like, no. You can talk about it. No. I just, I just want to. No, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just saying, beware y'all. Jay-Z is everybody's business mentor, but like, let's rewind and see the rooms Jay-Z was in where the shit, the the shit that we want to condemn was going down. He was there. Mm. He was there. That's it. End scene. Okay. You got me so hot. (laughs) Another Missy classic. I'm really, really hot. Every time my record's dropped. Gosh, I hate that so much. Black, Black people... Like coon black people are so dangerous. Yeah, and like I money, wonder, like, money gets you to a place that you're such a danger to us by doing that. Yeah, cutting off boys' locks to give them a better life. I will say on that part. I will say that 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 charity uh, posted those pictures and let's see, it was it was a while. I, I believe it was before they became beneficiaries of this rock home is where you should feel the safest but the air there can be more dangerous up to five times more polluted than outside air let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our bryant indoor air quality solutions we can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control to schedule an evaluation of your home's air visit bryant.com to find a local dealer bryant whatever it takes nation nfl uh, partnership but that said it still shows a lack of yes. research and yes. like uh discerning and, on right Jay-Z's, uh, and where your money is going because yes. there's a lot of places it could go i yes. can find you places yes agreed <laughs> all right y'all um <laughs> are yeah. we are we done with your business? i'm pretty sure that yeah <laughs> uh, let's just keep going <laughs> We could go. Uh, I, I, I found the uh, the tender box. You really have, uh, like, and it's, it is live and on fire. Well, you know, for me, it doesn't take a lot. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot of other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. 
It's basically everything you need to make a podcast all in one place and what we use to record your business. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Next segment. Next section. Right. Next section. So she's, um, so yeah, so because we don't have a guest this week, we're going to do. We don't have a guest. We're going to do. What do we call it? Like a learned, like a capital L learned. Let's call it that. Sure. Yeah. Um, So we'll take the L from LLC Mm -hmm. and we'll do a capital L learned where we, something that we learned this week that kind of just is making our lives, our little millennial lives in New York easier. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you want to go first? Sure. Um, So what I've been learning is that outsourcing is often very much worth the yes, money. Yes, yes, yes. So, um... Even if it's just taking your laundry even out. If, yes, yes, very much so. Yes. So, yes, so I didn't have that on here, but that is one thing that 100%. I will always pay for. Yes. Um, as long as God gives me the yeah. coins. And it's and it's mostly because, um, again, here in New York, it, it, for me, in my experience, it just takes more time and resources to like lug your luggage to the laundromat mm-hmm. like most wait of for a machine to be yeah. open and like sit in the hot get quarters or whatever um which was get hollered know. at by all the old men right. that sit in when the I laundromat first moved here and like it wasn't i realized it wasn't commonplace where people just have like washer drives and i was like dying yeah anyway so that is one thing um other things this week i've been just realizing like wow this is worth the money is um one i hired an accountant you better (laughs) be a grown-up very grown up um and he walked me through some tax stuff that i didn't things i didn't know i was missing forms i didn't know that i I could could file um and he was referred to me by jocelyn who who's our friend who we've also had on the pod yeah Um, she knows everything jocelyn walters she's just like a font of information she is um so, yeah, so he got my life all the way together, um, and I will be using him again. Yeah, his name is um, is Ali Campbell, um, and he is, uh, yeah, very good at what he does here, based in uh, New York, in Harlem, actually. Oh, cool. Um, so so that was one. And then I also, also hired a trainer with, for the gym, and so... Um, it's not even so that so that's one part of the value, right? That is, um, I get to learn all these exercises that will target, um, you know, parts of my body that really need the work, right? So that I'm not just like going to the gym by myself and right. and kind of wandering around the around the gym, not knowing what to do. So that's one part of it. But the other part is that it really makes you go to the gym. Yeah, you know. So I because I, I have a thing about like not like standing people up and like having somebody like even if it's a stranger you don't want somebody just like yeah it's rude waiting you know and you just never show yeah right? and so knowing that um there's this guy brett um <laughs> uh who was very funny um and just yells at me throughout my whole exercise oh no uh, <laughs> he's like yells and then he's like very nice and gives me a fist bump after i do the, even the smallest thing <laughs> um he's like yeah 25 jumping jacks fist bump um but it really makes you like stick to that and and hold yourself accountable to things you promised yourself that you were going to do because you have another person there who right. will hold you to it. Yeah. And then the last thing that helped me to realize that is um is I took uh, on the other side of that I took on um a freelance project where I'm helping this author um 
he's writing a book about businesses who um, are trying to like prevent problems before they happen. Um, and so he is paying me a nice little chunk of money to just like call businesses, like do the research mm-hmm. while he writes. I'm like, wow, he's like, I mean, he's paying me a lot, but he's hiring like an experienced journalist to like go and do research. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is like well worth the money. Yeah. Um, and I wish more people would think like, we've talked about this, would think like, you know, I'm not good at everything. And mm-hmm. so let me find someone who is mm-hmm. instead of everyone just, you know, trumping it. Yep. Or just thinking that, you know, like sometimes, yeah, things are expensive, but sometimes in the grand scheme of it, it's still worth it. Like yeah. worth your time um, and worth the, the mental energy that you don't have to like, like be stressed and mm-hmm. worry about things. And Yeah. Time um, is literally money, especially when you're freelance. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I fuss at you about that all the time. Like five minutes, you need to be getting paid. Yes. Yeah. And a shout out to you for like, even with that project, you were like, uh, why aren't you booking the, all the hours? Yeah, like... Um, like, you read? That, that is work. That's work. Like, um, this is not your friend. Uh, You're yeah. not doing per diem yeah. or... What's that called? Not per diem. Uh, Pro bono. Pro bono. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very yes. different. Yes, very different. Um, so, yeah, that's mine. So, mm-hmm. don't be... Listeners, don't be afraid to, like, to outsource um, and find people who are experts in things that you need help with, mm-hmm. things that you've been putting off, things that are still on your to-do list or that you think will take so much time or so much money. Like, oftentimes, it's very much worth it um, to just get it off of your, your plate by paying somebody to do it. Yeah. Good. I like that. I'm big on that also. Um, so mine, capital L learned this week, is like, now I will preface this by saying I don't know anything about the ownership of this company okay so i hope they're not awful because i've been using them that is very ominous and it's really helpful you know i'm about to google it right now so (laughs) my mom has been in town she's actually outside of the studio we love love her so much so she's been in town and we love musicals you know that so (laughs) i really wanted to take her to some broadway shows but they can be really expensive so i found a website called www.headout.com H-E-A-D-O-U-T.com And I went on there and they had specials where you could get two Broadway tickets for the price of one. What? And then it's kind of weird but it's worked so far. Like you book the tickets and then you don't get the tickets or you don't go to will call you stand outside the theater and somebody from this company comes and hands you the tickets. Wow. Yeah. And the tickets, like, sometimes have not your name. They never have your name on it. Uh-huh. They have someone else's name on it. So it's, it. like, someone who didn't want it at the last minute or something? Either someone that doesn't know. I think it's that they have an in to buy these tickets um, at a discount somehow. And they it. buy a bunch of them, and then they re... I, I don't know. I don't care. But, cool. like, I was able to take my mom to see Beautiful, the Carol King musical, which is so aptly named it was beautiful we both cried at the end Aww. and then fan of the opera and i probably i paid for y'all went to two shows yes oh excuse me two days in a row wow. yes we were living the life yeah <laughs> um and then we, uh, another plug we went on hotel tonight which and i got, love oh my gosh yes. and got two nights at the courtyard marriott for like nothing yeah. in midtown so it's just like you know living in new york i feel like we find shortcuts but not necessarily for these touristy things yeah um so between head out and hotel tonight i feel like i've been able to give my mom a really good birthday trip that i probably 
I would have done it anyway, but it would have definitely made me spend, I I think, triple the amount. If I wanted to take her to two shows and then two nights in a hotel in Midtown, like, there's no way I would have not spent a thousand plus on that. Um, So, yeah, I hope Head Out isn't, like, some awful devil company because i will use them again and again yeah it was so helpful here's hoping yes i mean i i I didn't know of um of head out but i'm going to try it definitely but i do use hotel tonight frequently yeah saved me a lot oh my gosh even like for work when i'm when i have to like you know like san francisco for example if i'm flying there to like report a story it the 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 hotel rates can be crazy depending on what conference is going right. on. And so I often use hotel tonight um, for that. Yes, yeah. I'm into it. So that was my capital L learned. Cool. All right. And then we have our remaining LLC so that we have a love left and a canceled left. And I have both. Cool. Um, so my loved this week is that dictionary.com decided to redefine how black is listed in their in their dictionary. So, Uh-oh. they put out a quote that said, "If you look on dictionary.com today, the adjectival sense of black that refers to people is the third sense on the page. Currently, this definition sits right above a definition that reads soiled or stained with dirt. While there are no semantic links between these two senses, their proximity on the page can be harmful. It can lead to unconscious associations between this word of identity and a negative term. These are not associations we want anyone to get from dictionary.com, and so we will be swapping our second and third senses on the page. So when you look, when you Google black on Mm dictionary.com, there is a definition that is first that is like the color. Mm-hmm. Second, the definition is soiled or stained with dirt. And then third is referring to black people. So now they're going to switch that and make the dirt one be last. Mm. And they're going to make the one that is referring to people be capitalized. Right? Another change we're making is that we will be capitalizing black throughout the entry when it is used to reference people. Why capitalize black in this context? It's considered a mark of respect, recognition, and pride. This is a common practice for many other terms used to describe a culture or Mm -hmm. ethnicity. Not capitalizing black in this context can be seen as dismissive, disrespectful, and dehumanizing. Dictionary.com. Because yeah, I don't even capitalize black when I'm writing, which is interesting. Oh, I do. I do like African American, obviously, but. Oh, yeah. So, like, black people is yeah. lowercase. I, yeah. Yeah. Maybe me too. Interesting. Not, not dictionary.com. Did, didn't you interview the CEO of Dictionary? I did. Did she seemed pretty, like, so on aware. It. And yeah. she, she, what I liked about her is that she. She was like, listen, I don't know. She's like, I have an awesome social team and I have awesome, like she, she's a big out, she seemed like a big outsourcing CEO Mm -hmm. to recognize that like, cause she's like not our age. So I think she was like, I just keep a team around me that makes sure that we are like staying up on all of those things. Um, So I thought that was really cool and something that I hadn't even necessarily thought about, but apparently it stemmed from Procter and Gamble's My Black is Beautiful. Um, They have a hashtag redefine black movement and it like picked up on Twitter and dictionary.com got on board. So I thought that was very cool. Like words mean something and capitalizing the B when you're referencing black people um, makes a difference. So 
I like that. I loved that. So this week, I want to cancel, and this is like literally every week, but this was just heavy on my heart this week, transphobia. Also homophobia, but this week, we'll like hone it in there on transphobia. Um, So Bailey Reeves was the 17th black trans woman to be killed this year. Mm. It's only the first week of September. Um, Mm. And I feel like every time you hear about it, death is death but these deaths are always like stabbed a hundred times or like Mm -hmm. handcuffed and the car was set off right like these were these are just like the most heinous crimes um and she was so beautiful and it's just like (sighs) heartbreaking um and then also in the news this week ari lennox who is a very dope artist yeah i'm i'm i saw this on the on the outline and i'm scared for what you're gonna say because I don't know anything about what she did, uh-huh. and I love her music. Oh, so no, bad. it's not bad. Okay. <laughs> she Somebody came on her timeline talking, saying something homophobic, mm-hmm. and she, or homophobic, transphobic, and she was like, unfollow me now. Wow. She was like, I, you know, she's like, I do not care about fame or followers in the sense that I'm going to allow you to just speak however you want to speak about people that I love. And so apparently her sister recently got married to a woman and there was a lot of people in her family that wouldn't come. Mm. And so she is, she would, she just like went on a whole thing and she was like, unfollow me. I don't care. Yes. Yay. More reason to stand. So it wasn't bad at all. Um, And then India Moore, who is on pose, which I need to get into this show, but um, it is a trip. I and that's so, I think that's why yourself. I haven't started because yeah. I'm just like, uh, can I take it? Yeah. But I do I mean I love Billy Porter. Yeah. To he's start. amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. Um and uh Dominique uh what is her last name? I can't the one who plays Bianca. Mm-hmm. Um amazing just yeah. the most epic reads um yeah. so yeah india moore is an actor on there and their preferred pronouns are they them theirs and they were on the red carpet for daily front row fashion media awards and just had the dopest tribute to the 17 black trans women who have been killed this year mm. so they had earrings and we'll put the link they had earrings that had frames with pictures oh, of each person oh. and then they the jewelry was made before Bailey Reeves' death. Beautiful. And so then they had a clutch that had Bailey Reeves' picture in a frame. And so it, it's like such a beautiful tribute. It's so sad that we have to be here. But um, yeah, I, I'm see, just... I see you have here that the um, the average... The life expectancy of an average trans woman of color is 35 years old, which is staggering. Nuts. And, and trans people make up only 0.6% of the U.S. population for them to be dying at such an alarming rate. Um, so, yeah, I just, like, I don't, like, I, I guess I just can't wrap my mind around, number one, hating someone so much, but number two, hating something that literally doesn't have anything to do with Nothing. you. Right? Like, if you don't want to date a trans woman, then don't. What is the problem? Yeah. And like, like, and I've heard people comment like, um, and this feels very surface, but to me, the connection similar of like when men are like, I don't like, I don't like makeup and it's like, okay, then don't wear it. Right. Like, it's not about, I don't care. I don't care what you want me to do with my body. Um, so yeah, my heart just breaks for that. And I hate hearing that. And especially in the black community, cause I know we have all of yeah. our own issues with that. For sure. I mean, that's a good transition. Um, because my 
I have a quick related cancel um, uh, to that, uh, which is Dave Chappelle. Um, so he has another Netflix special. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on with Dave. I don't know if he just, like, feels the need to, like, grasp for, like, relevancy with these, like, shock value uh, aspiring um, uh, uh, jokes that just kind of get people riled up. But <clears throat> he had another special called Sticks and Stones. I, I don't know if you remember, but a couple of years ago, he had another one in which he made, like, a trans joke. Um, about murdering? I don't know if it was about murdering. Somebody did that recently, it wasn't, I felt like. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't remember the last one. I remember turning it off. I was watching it with friends, and I was like, y'all can watch this if y'all want to, but I'm going to the other room. I don't even start those, because I know they're going to be awful. Apparently, comedy is not comedy unless we are, like, just... Right, and that's that's The my, most phobic. That's my issue. Like, th- in this, in the last one, um, the latest one that he put out called Sticks and Stones, um, he jokes about trans people. He, he um, uh, makes jokes about... Um, what is there to joke about trans people? Well, especially at... At a time when, like, to to your point, where people are, trans people are being killed at, like... Alarming rates. At alarming rates. So, for example, he made one joke about uh, LGBT people and said, um, you know, oh, hi, whatever pronoun you're comfortable with. Like, that's how he's going to decide to, like, address people now, because I guess... It's such an inconvenience. It's just so <laughs> much to like to just address people, talk to people how they want to be, be talked to. The other thing that he said that really got under my skin again, I ref- I had people saying, "Oh, just watch, just watch." You know, he's maybe he's making a statement, maybe like you know he's you know there's something underneath what he's saying. No, um, because who the, was uh, saying that <laughs> trash? Get rid of him. I can't say. <laughs> um, at least on the air. Um, the other thing he said was. That he didn't believe the the people, the men who accused uh, Michael Jackson of molesting them as children. Which, again, it's like, why is this why in a comedy is, special? Why, yeah, there's nothing but, funny about that either way. I don't, I don't understand. He he says, um, you know, I'm what I'm what you know people would call um, a, a victim blamer. Um, but I gotta be real. I don't believe these motherfuckers. I just do not believe them. The overall point is that. Homophobia and transphobia will never and pedophilia. be and pedophilia. Come on, will just never be novel or funny. Like this is not 1980. Like right, you're Ed, not Richard Pryor. Right, Eddie Murphy and I guess, maybe Richard Pryor. I don't I don't know his comedy like that, but Eddie Murphy specifically, I remember made a lot of like homophobic jokes and <laughs> ended up being found with the a trans. So did Richard Pryor. So mm, exactly. Okay, y'all. Um, and, and but say. my but my point is that. He reached a level of success by evolving his comedy. Like you don't see Eddie Murphy like making you know, uh, faggot jokes. Right. You know, um, today at least not like, on a Netflix special. At least not on a Netflix special. Right. So, th- so again, that that makes me wonder. Like, are you just like grasping for relevancy? Well, remember, you think Dave this is Chappelle the like lost it? his mind, right? Remember. So I feel like but I the, don't expect him but to come irony, back coherent. But, but the irony is that he. He left the Chappelle show because he felt that people were laughing at him. People were laughing at him and using his jokes for white people to punch right. down at black people. Yeah. Right. So now so, he picked he found another nigger. Mm, I tell you that all the time. You do. You do. That's we always, always need yeah. a nigger and he found it. It's trans 
victims of sexual abuse. Yeah. Oh, um, and then another quick one. Um, uh, canceled is... Uh, it's kind of a cancel in love. Kevin Hart um, and Lil Nas X were on the HBO show uh, The Shop, mm-hmm. uh, which is started by LeBron. It's I like, heard about this, yeah, but I didn't like a, know what happened. Like a, it's, it's supposed to like, recreate the feeling of being in a barbershop where a lot of like social uh, conversations among black men happen. Um, and so, so the host asked Lil Nas X, you know, why he decided to come out as gay. And Kevin Hart starts, Kevin Hart responds, so he's gay, so what? So what? And it's like, so you went from making tr- making homophobic jokes about bashing your son over the head with a dollhouse to, like, this is the evolution, so now it's like, so what, you're gay? Yeah, like, so that we can't even talk about it? Right, so it. we can't even talk about it. Like, it, it was like, he felt so, un- like, uncomfortable with even having to talk about it. Like, Do you think you he know, was uncomfortable, or do you think he was trying to be, and this it is... It was like fake woke. You know, you were, I, like, yeah, he, like, yeah, he was yeah. trying to be an ally by being like, why do we even need to talk about it? And right. it's like, because it, it's yeah. his identity it and came, why can't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. It came, it came off like, more like that. And so Lil Nas X responds, um, you know, he's like, what, 21 maybe? Yeah, he's a child. And just gets this grown ass man all the way together. He was like, actually, I felt, no, he, so he says, actually, this was a good question. So I'm going to answer it. And the reason I did it is because I felt that it was important for me to do it being as visible as I was. And yeah. what this says to other Go ahead, troll. black LGBT men. Um, and I, I just thought that was great. And I didn't watch the rest of the episode, but in this clip, it was like, you know, Kevin didn't say anything else. And then just a quick geek moment. So... <laughs> Bear with me, because I know you're going to... Yeah, I've already... Your eyes are going to glaze over. I've already fallen asleep. What is it? Whatever. So, um, the X-Men, which... (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. You might know that I'm a comic book stan, and the first uh, comic book series that I ever started reading was X-Men. So, I very much am into X-Men still today. Um, and there's a new writer on this project, um, uh, who has started a new series in which the X-Men, I won't give you all the details, but basically the no, X-Men, please. <laughs> so the X-Men were conceived in the 1960s, right? As like people born with special abilities and Stan Lee, who passed away earlier this year, started the X-Men as a kind of an allegory for minorities, like you know, these weird people born with, you know, strange abilities, but humanity hates and fears them. And so in this new series, um, finally the X-Men are starting to like rise up and say like, but doesn't he like put them in a special school? He does, but like trains them to like fight evil to like, so not like segregation. No, but like to like show humans that mutants are good. So like they, they save humans from, from evil people. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, got it? Okay. Go ahead. So, <laughs> I, see, I see some holes in this comparison, so, but I'll let you go. Well, that's the point, right? <laughs> so let me get there. <laughs> so this new writer, he has taken the X-Men to a point where the people who lead the X-Men are getting more and more tired of, um, you know, humans murdering mutants. Um, you know, they just come up with all kinds of diseases and, like, killer robots to, like, extinguish this marginalized community. And now they just decided no more. And that's where the last issue 
kind of there was a big battle where a bunch of X-Men died and at, at the end of the issue Professor X who leads the X-Men was like no more I'm about to put my plan in place we don't know what the plan is but everybody's excited it's like Marvel's like not even Marvel but like the comic book industry's like top selling series right now and my problem with <laughs> with this is that the X-Men as a marginalized community that metaphor is a, is a great one um, you know, it was conceived in the 1960s. It still stands today. But there are places where it doesn't work. Namely, when you create a whole title and you don't have, like, marginalized people in real life represented right. on the team. So, like, for example, of the team that gets, like, you know, that, that gets the focus on this last episode, there's, like, one black woman, you know, and... Everybody else is white. You know, there's, like, no trans people on the X-Men teams. There's, like, you know, maybe one gay person. Um, and so there's just places, and I, and I have been, like, a steady... Wait, on the team of writers? Or on the team on of the writers actors. and the in characters. the characters. Okay. Yeah. So Storm, for example, is, like, the black, black woman that right. everybody knows. But, yeah. like, maybe there's one other, like, main black character out of, like... Dozens and dozens of X-Men. So I actually, you know, this is part of my nerd, you know, mm-hmm. uh, crusade. I actually often tweet at the X-Men writers like, <laughs> <laughs> what about this character? What about this character? What about this character? Because I just feel like... You're doing God's work. I'm doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> I hate <laughs> you. But this is hard my for me. My overall point, and we can edit this. No. Honestly, but my overall point is that... Geek out. um mining uh mining the struggle of marginalized people is often very lucrative right and if you're going to do that at least do it right do it right and show real representation 100 percent. um that being said like editorially and just as a reader and writer the series is amazing like the it's i don't know how many listeners are actual comic book readers I venture that there are some. I see a lot of y'all liking my X-Men posts and Marvel <laughs> posts. So if you haven't, check out House of X and Powers of X, um, which is supposed to be read aloud as Powers of Ten, which is weird. Um, but the everything is just editorially and tastefully really, really well done. But that's my one gripe with Marvel. I know they had like a... Um, a uh, 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 editor in chief Axel Alonso, he hired um, uh, a lot of uh, writers of color and um, put a lot of characters of color um, in the center of a lot of the books. And he's no longer the editor in chief as of a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you can actually see it. Um, so I just need them to step it up. And Me too. Whatever. Step, I can't forget you. Step it up, <laughs> X Men. <laughs> And when I can't women, <laughs> ex people, step it up. <laughs> I gotta go. Bye. Bye. Wait. Um. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you. Check the show notes. I think we're gonna add in there. We found some resources to help the hurricane victims in mm-hmm. the Bahamas. So we always like to list stuff like that. Like whatever we can do um, to help. And then next week we'll be back with a guest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.